we haven't sang the chorus twice yet. Was that the end? Did I skip something? Well, you, you did the chorus twice. Did we play through it twice? Or did we play through the whole song twice? Well, you, you did the chorus twice the first time. No! Did we play the chorus twice?
And uh, we've had a myriad of technical difficulties this morning, so I am just praising God that we've got gotten through it, our service this smoothly thus far. Um, unfortunately, Jerry Mulder was going to be reading this portion of scripture. He had videotaped it, and um, we just ran into some issues in being able to play it. Um, so hopefully we'll get that worked out. So in the meantime, I will read it for us instead. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. Hear God's word. Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God, says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all people. 
Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge. By the means of the same Spirit. To another, faith. By the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing. By that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still, to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit. And he gives them to each one, just as he determines. This is the word of the Lord. Our song of response this morning um, is also another new song that talks about us as the body of Christ and what our ultimate goal should be in that. To see God exalted, to see him glorified. So at this time, I'm going to invite you to remain seated, and as you feel comfortable, you are welcome to join us in singing.
be seated. Janet and myself will be reading 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all of its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. We were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lack it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should one part suffers with it. If one part is 